0: The Up With The Bonnets podcast is brought to you by our sponsors, Unicorn Cleaning Services. They offer a range of facilities from domestic and commercial cleaning, which includes LETS and Airbnb, and also offer ironing and laundry services. You can find a link to their website in our Facebook and Twitter bios. You can also reach them by visiting their Facebook page, or you can contact them by visiting their website, unicorncleaningservices.co.uk.
1: in. It's across by Parker. Oh, and a Nice ball inside. It's in. The D have scored. An amazing winner that will be. In-Zadzi sprinting from the midfield. Georgian Mzati. Absolutely. Hello and welcome to episode 26 of the Up With The Bonnets podcast. So let me ask you something. What do Wham and Gary Boyer have in common? Absolutely nothing, because Gary Boyer managed to make Christmas number one at his first attempt. (laughs) With me this week, as always, Pauldry. (laughs)
0: That's probably your best intro yet. That was just
1: off the cuff. (sighs) What a guy. The talent. Honestly. And this week we have got a special guest. Uh... Well, what's we'll his name? Kami Care.
2: Guys, thanks for having me on. I appreciate that.
1: That's no problem at all. And
2: Full I mean, of enthusiasm.
1: <laughs> 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 We've also got a special episode coming up um, in the next few days as well with a player, but I'm not going to spoil it for you kind of going to guess what it is isn't that? <laughs> it's like There's some, no doubt it's no <laughs> <laughs> well <laughs> we <don't>. well <laughs> but listen who better to speak to about the air game than Kami Kerr I mean we went down to the game I think we're all in high hopes Paul had 10-0 Dundee yeah 10-0 like that, that was your guess for oh, that one Um Paul Kami Paul um Every week, it's went from two nil, three nil, four nil, and now we're going to Follow go up. teams in. It's up to ten nil, one the mm. double digits. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you're not asking for much. He's, no. No, he's not putting any pressure on you either. So, stop the mistake. <laughs> but uh, blindly, <laughs> what a game! Um, let's let's be honest. We went down to ten men quite early, but myself for we controlled that game before that. And we controlled the game during that. And them having a man set off, it just kind of uh, kind of knocked the stuff out of them and we went on to win it. And I felt like it was three points that were totally deserved by Dundee. Cammy, you, do you feel the same way?
2: Yeah. Um, I think playing in the game, eh, it was a game that we dominated from the start. I thought we started right on the front foot. Um, I think we we'll had three or four corners right at the start of the game. I thought, right, good start. Um, and even you're right even after 10 men they had more of the ball but nothing that I thought really caused us much much problems mm-hmm. I thought we, we looked solid we kind of had to sit in and deal with, deal with the 10 men up until half time anyway at least till maybe you'd done a reformation change but nothing was really up anyway so I knew that we wouldn't have too much to change and it would be much of the same kind of second half keep at them mm-hmm. kind of hit them on the break which I thought we were doing really well um, I think we had McMullen on the break, we had Rudden, Williamson, Luke McEwen, I think they were well, basically boys booked. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. the front four um, kind of just really getting at them on the break. And obviously they had they had the sending off as well, and I think that just kicked us on even more, Eh, mm-hmm. Found the spaces, um, you know, Rudden kind of holding it up, two wingers, you know, getting forward, Getting, getting shots at goal and as you say a really really kind of strong performance from everyone and one that I think you know obviously the fans were delighted with but for me on a personal note for the team I thought it was really just a really good performance from everyone
1: and even better so that we went above air to the top spot so yeah. that's also for Christmas and New Year like leaders at of the, of the table obviously nobody's uh, jumping the gun a bit here but no. it's, it's good to get there um for me the gun. yeah <laughs> <Tough> <laughs> Paul's <laughs> Paul's away between European trips now and. <laughs> I am. Thinking ahead, <clears throat> years ahead. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was good to finally hit that top spot. And for the team, also, the start of the season has been a little bit stuttery and consistent. But yeah. the team have just found their feet the last, what was that? Is that seven seven, seven wins on the trot? Seven wins on the trot, ten, yeah. Was it ten without defeat? or thereabouts, yeah, thereabouts, and we just seem to be on that fine runner form that you want to be in um, in the winter. But I mean, what was it like in the in the dressing room to to eventually now get to the top of that league?
2: Yeah, no, it's good. I think the the squad that we have are realistic, and the fact that nothing is done mm-hmm. in terms of just because we went top maybe for the first time, um, there's there's so much, and I'm not just trying to keep a level head on hangs. I'm I'm just saying it how it is. There's so many hard games to come. There'll mm-hmm. be there'll be knockbacks, there'll be setbacks, there'll be good points. Um but it's all about just kind of staying level head and the, and the group that we'll have are, I, I'd like to think they're like that. Yeah. Um great that we're top over Christmas, but that that doesn't give you any reason or, or you know, rhyme to be to be thinking that you're gonna do things and go and win the league at a canter. Um mm-hmm. All it means is it gives you that wee bit of time to go and enjoy Christmas with your families, reset again, and, and you've got to come back ready to go, uh, because we've got such a tough, you know, however many games, 17, 16 games left to go and, you know, hopefully put on a title charge, and that's what you want to go and do.
1: Yeah, yeah. the championship's mm-hmm. notorious for just being Affy tick. afi tick, yeah. Mm. Uh, a bit of a would be horrible league, because mm-hmm. everybody beats everybody at one point, and even look at Celtic Fissels who, at one stage, looked like that they were going to build up a gap between yeah. and then uh, between teams, and then they went on a run of form that's uh, obviously been a good run of form for us. Yeah, congr- <laughs> and then they've kind of like picked up again, and they yeah. took points off the air last week, and we had the game called off, and it's worked too it well for us. So it just shows you again that everybody can take points yeah. off everybody here, and. Um, but we've managed to, like, I say, we're putting a good running form together in the team. Yeah,
2: it's important. It's important. Obviously, as, as players, you're desperate to keep that up. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you say, conf- confidence builds when you're winning games. But it's, it's up to us to keep it going. And now the fact is that if you are top of the league, every team's desperate to beat you.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, I think that was probably the case as it was anyway. But you know, there's more emphasis on that. So we need to make sure that you don't you don't take your foot off the gas. Mm-hmm. Um and certainly from my point of view it's just gotta you know be more of the same and more. And and you keep you keep pushing on and as you say, take nothing for granted. That's the biggest thing here is is, is you know, we've just went top and there's teams right on your tail. You've got Queen's Park who are in good form. You talk about partek who had a lot of injuries, but they've got players coming back now. Um you know, they've, they've picked up again, and suddenly mm-hmm. they're right back in it. Um So we need, we're, under, we're under no illusions how, how difficult it's going to be, but confident at the same time that we can go and do something.
0: I feel we should be confident. I mean, for me, obviously, the red card, when I seen it coming through, I was against there, I was thinking, oh, no, here we go. But when you watch it, it didn't look like anybody hit the panic button. you looked... Like Morgan, the team just <laughs> <laughs> straight in a bath, son. Um, no, it just it, it, you wouldn't even have known that Dundee were a man down. You know, they just kind of. I mean, is that kind of, I don't know, has there been like a mentality shift in the team? You know, to
2: grind these things out, or let's just say it, it's difficult when, like last season was difficult because I honestly feel that if things were just slightly different. In certain points of the season, or certain key moments, where we would have stayed up, mm-hmm. and that's you could talk about hindsight. It's all right saying that now, yeah. Uh, but I honestly, I'd like to think that's an honest opinion. And, and you know, we missed key key moments at key times, key decisions with players, or whatever. Um, you know, things that just didn't go your way. Genuine bad luck. Um, but when you're not used to winning games, it, it takes its toll on you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that can have a slight hangover at the start of the season. Um, and there needs to be, as you say, that mentality shift. Mm-hmm. But I go back to the kind of, I think the manager and that have, I'd like to think they've created a kind of an atmosphere, not calm, but that they have in a way that that's the way his personality is and that he's, you know, level-headed. So when things do go against you in a game, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't mean, lose their head. Oh, it doesn't mean that the outcome's going to change. It can change. Mm-hmm but it's the process that you do mm-hmm. to try and you know keep it a positive outcome mm-hmm. for everyone and, and i think that's what we've done on on uh friday was right okay got a red card we're down to 10 men but we can still get something out of this and it's all about just maybe adjusting a few things right we, we might need to sit in for 15 20 get to half time reassess and yep. we went out again and Obviously, the, the game took care of itself. Luke McCowan scored two great goals. I mean, he's he's probably had a stop-start season in terms of being in and out, um, but that, that's the form and that he can show because we see it. You know, every every day in training. Well, he's, he's a top player, so um, good for him to get to get up and running with a few few goals again. Eh? Yeah. Someone yeah,
0: number
1: six now. Look at it. Yep, six goals now. Not bad. He's fucking <clears throat> <throat> chats, He's overtook you. Yeah, <laughs> sitting drunk you, so, <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, what? On,
0: be I
1: love- yeah. <laughs>
2: as long as I'm on the bottom of that channel, <laughs> I'll <I'm>
1: fine. <laughs> but, um, like, <clears throat> such a big game for Dundee, and the last time we were there, we started off well, and I, as soon as, like, you are kind of striding, <laughs> of stride, and also had the, the, the big main man, Akanyemi, who is unknown to everybody, and he just kind of, like, ruled that game, didn't he? And yeah. they were well-deserved victors, but how how did the manager prepare yourselves for from what happened last time mm-hmm. Down there to going up there with uh, like let's put this to, to rights. Um, what was the kind of the, the week leading up to? See, the manager?
2: Uh, see to be, see to be fair, the week was quite. Uh, I wouldn't say relaxed, but there wasn't a an emphasis on, you know, he played great, he scored yeah. and goal because I honestly and I'm, you know that I'm going to. You know, I don't want to say things out of turn. I honestly think that, our, like our defenders, you know, you've got Big Sweeney, Ashcroft, you know, French, McGee, whoever may need to fill in centre half. They're more than capable. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that Sweeney will probably be the first to admit that it wasn't his best game down there, but Sweeney's a top player, mm-hmm. you know, and he's more than capable of dealing dealing with, with guys like that. Yeah. Um and it's you know, sometimes it comes down to how you do on the night and that, yeah. that's just sometimes the way of it, didn't, you know. And I thought the defenders dealt with the big striker really well. Um they were on form, but as you go back to the week, you know, it was just a relaxed week and staying focused and as we go back to it, it's the next game. That was kind of the the attitude going into that and obviously it's just before Christmas as well. You wanna be mm-hmm. you don't want to be going away Christmas with your family and it's you know Leaving a wee sour taste in your mouth mm. after defeat. Boys were desperate, obviously desperate every week to get results. But that game, you're going away with your families. Boys are shooting off back home, so you want to be going down there with a great kind of great feeling, eh? And mm. we, we managed mm. to get that. The, the, the feeling in the change room was great after because boys were just you know buzzing that we got all over the line mm-hmm. and you know
1: back up the road with the three points. It's been kind of like the not relying on other teams to. Giving yourself favors now—it's no like. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, we can't. No, want to think about it. Yeah, it's like, it's we just keep like doing we're what just we're doing t- now and then. Yeah, hey, you've got to, and
2: yes. and that's not <clears throat> taking—not for one minute—is that taking teams lightly? No, uh, because as, as was touched on, mm-hmm. this league is is really, really kind of unforgiving and really hard in terms of games can just turn on. You know, yeah on one moment and you can dominate games and get dragged into physical battles that you don't want to get dragged into and, and that's what teams can do, bog you down in that. But you know, we need to just kind of, as you say, focus on, on what we're doing and get, yeah. keep going.
0: I like the whole like calmness and relax, and before it, even like the calmness during the game, I kind of noticed that obviously they were, it looked like they were getting frustrated and then Dundee were on a counter and they were rubbing these yeah, the rugby tackling boys, like <laughs> Ruddin, Ruddin, <laughs> Ruddin, and Williamson. They got a couple, and so they were getting frustrated. But it just looked like Dundee were just, I hey, we're in control here. Yeah, and obviously, geez. there was nearly the boy nearly lost the plot. You know, getting his red card. What was it, Bangala Yeah, Bangala, and, yeah. Uh, and a wee we wee, fisty cuffs in the corner. I love, I I love that. Uh, big ass, Like
2: it. I just stay as far away. From it. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just an observer. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I, I, I love that. And you're absolutely right. Like, it just seemed the calmness in the team there. It's actually good hearing it from somebody that was actually on the pitch.
1: Yeah. Mm. And not the fans. Not the fans. <laughs> I do not think the fans were calm. No. They never. enjoyed themselves there. Yeah.
0: yeah. Constantly at my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Looking. Couldn't enjoy my beer.
1: But, the, no, that's a lie. Yeah, that <laughs> is that's a, a lie. lie. I thoroughly um, enjoyed my beer. You enjoyed your beer.
0: Never <laughs> got through the pub when the first goal went in.
1: <laughs> but the, the fans fantastic as have been mm-hmm. all season um, that must give you that extra boost when you see them um, they're, they're, they see the, the young team coming through uh-huh. and doing what they're doing to, to get the atmosphere going and um, that must like the, the players when to see that on the pitch
2: oh yeah that, that that's, like, like, that's like that is proper like special mm-hmm. you always look at teams ugh, it's probably again me looking into football and all this nonsense but like, you look at teams around the world, your Celtics, like, I'm, I'm big on, like, Man United, like, away fans and all that. Mm. Like, the travel, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter what's happening, you've got to stick with it and keep being positive. And I know it's difficult at times, don't get me wrong. Uh, being a Dundee fan. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is so <laughs> uh, up and down. But if we get to that place where the fans like are right behind you which I think we're getting to I mm-hmm. think we're actually at that point you go back like defiant seasons where it was like special moments mm-hmm. then you've got bad periods that always happen at a football club um, but if you stick you know just keep sticking with it and and as you say the young the younger lads are, are bringing those atmosphere and they're doing their own wee twists on things and like it, that's what Dundee's about mm-hmm. you know what I mean that kind of turning up no matter what and the fans have been great and as you say to go down there on a Friday night two days before Christmas is is credit to to all the fans you know what I mean for going down and the the players and and staff that do honestly appreciate that that's why I always say at the end we we make a point of going across and and
1: appreciating what you do I like how you mentioned fans
0: all over the world. When you went to Glasgow and Manchester. No way!
2: to say that. <laughs> it's just because I I've been at those games recently. I went to the Celtic Real <laughs> Madrid game, and I'm a big, you know, fan of mine. You. So that's the only reason why I <laughs> Glasgow and Manchester. You're right, but you know what I mean. Two big iconic yes, clubs yeah, that yeah. You, you think tell you what you know. the Fans are always, probably because they win a lot,
1: but mm-hmm. you know what I mean. They're no always... Man,
2: well, Paul's, oh, uh, Paul's got a
1: soft no. spot for Arsenal. Right, okay, well we'll we'll
2: no
3: well, we'll get into that. So I haven't done myself any favors so I've got a
1: soft spot for Everton so I've done the- and <laughs> have <laughs> <not> seen- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was an Everton
3: fan, I mean, so got nice yesterday. Yeah, kind of- I've seen that. that yeah.
1: Yeah. Arsenal
2: won last
0: night. So Again, yeah, yeah that's <laughs> fine. <life. laughs> Both think- my team stopped <laughs> the league. Yeah. Well I'm not getting ahead <laughs>
1: myself. <Exactly.
0: Yeah. laughs>
1: Definitely not. I've not done the double yet. No yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we've got um like I said, great to go down there. Look, McGowan, uh, he's got his song with the fans, he's absolutely better on that. I noticed I went through the first goal. he was no one to celebrate, which understandable. Mm-hmm. I think he came through the youth ranks there, maybe. Yeah, I think yeah. he came through there, yeah. yeah. So it's like that stuff there, is like, uh, the players don't want to celebrate. It doesn't really bother me if they don't, because you can understand why. Um, nah that really
0: then, riles me at, at times eh? does it I want to see them celebrating but then he did a wee article and you could see how much like air meant him
1: so you're like I'll let him off see I always remember um, obviously no, probably on the same lines but natural nobody done it, done it to us oh I hated that yeah, yeah, I, yeah that. I was yeah, imagining yeah, all it was that easy, here, so. yeah yeah <laughs> yeah
2: yeah yeah I remember that day um, swings it it does it does and yeah. to be fair as you say I think Luki came through it air uh, mm-hmm.
1: so yeah he's a good guy as well yeah. as well well they enjoy yourself well, he at the nice final fan. whistle yeah exactly yeah. enjoy yourself at yeah. the final whistle you wish I had him. a look and seen that all the air fans were gone you know maybe give the witnesses get away with this I've done <laughs> the admin team video really on <laughs> himself <laughs> but yeah um, I was good to see him because like you say it has been um, kind of in and out I think it's 10 first team starts and 10 mm-hmm. sub-appearances right, okay. so it's kind of like stop start. Yeah, but um, there's always goals there's goals in him no yeah
2: he's he's yeah. Even when we played there, when he was there, he was always one of the, yeah. the danger men. And mm-hmm. I think there was a few clubs looking at him um, before he signed for us last year. So he's obviously got plenty of talent and obviously that showed on, on Friday night.
1: On this board, we've got a habit of um, liking other players to other, well, Dundee players to other like big names and all that. I mean, yeah. Like, like you've got uh, Finlay's, was it again?
0: Finlay
1: Ester. and all that. Um, I call Burnley, he reminds me of Biscuits.
0: <laughs> yeah, so stuff
1: like that. But I'm up, dumped down to earth. I'm like Max Anderson reminds me of Gavin Ray, and um, <laughs> and Luke Luke McGowan. Uh, Look at reminded me of Jack Stewart, especially the last season. Uh, yeah, who
0: did you call? Who did you come and say it was Mbappe the other week? Mbappe, you <laughs> called somebody Mbappe I on know. the left.
1: That was McGowan, actually, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. Look at that. He's got a mixture of Mbappe and Jack Stewart, about. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with that we'll oh, go yeah, with that, that yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's a fantastic win um, let's say sets us on top of the league now and um, then obviously the next game is going to be against growth, but before we speak about that well I've got a short interview that we've done with the community trust and general manager of Dundee Greg Fenton well Greg thanks for coming on um, we'll go and give kami Carmine- and Paul, a little breather, they can go and have a wee cup of coffee and uh let us speak for a wee well. So um yeah, big news in recent month. Uh the start of the women's and girls football team. Um obviously that's came out in your uh statement with the trust for Christmas and everything. Uh, it's great to see that uh, picking up ahead of steam also. Um but like when do the for the people that maybe haven't read it. When did the trust hope to have like this up and running and uh competitive team on the pitch?
3: So if if we go back a couple of years, we we originally our aim is always to have a, a women's first team with a fully functioned uh, girls academy along with along with the girls community setup. So a couple of years back when I when I became manager of the community trust, we set up a, a steering group with a lot of people on board that steering group. And uh, they, they all gave their opinions and, and views and research and the best way for the trust to run the full setup. And obviously, COVID hit. So, a couple months back, we uh, finalised the details o- on how it's all going to look. And uh, we are aiming for the full women's team to be set up uh, no later than uh, 2025. Um, however I, I i fully believe that will be i'll be quicker than that um, there's a re, real appetite within the within the city a real appetite within the local community um the enthusiasm shown by local businesses to get involved uh, is fantastic and uh but we have to make sure that we do it in a prudent and financial uh, a a good financial model um to make sure it can, it, it, it can be a, a huge success um for, for, not just for the club but for the people involved um, mm-hmm. so uh, we, we, we will take our time um, to make sure we get it right however I do believe it will, it will be before year 2025 um, but that is the deadline we've given ourselves for the women's first team um, but before that we will have a fully functioning academy and also community setup.
1: That's fantastic I was going to actually ask him how the, the take-up was with the the, the free sessions that you've put on for the, the women's to take it it's a it's been a, a positive
3: absolutely it has been positive so we've obviously got the women's recreational football and the, and the community girls set up which is all free um held at both Cardin campus and and the um uh, regional performance center rpc the, the take-up has been excellent and it's part of this collaboration that we've got with the girls set up within the city we don't want to to come in and build those, uh, every, all all the good work that local clubs have done at, at the girls' level. We want to work in collaboration with them, and uh, but we also are, are mindful that we are Dundee Football Club, and we, we and we will have a women's first team, uh, and a full girls set up um, in terms of the community and academy. Um, but we don't want to annoy the local clubs, so we're doing this in mm-hmm. collaboration with all the local sides, um, and they're fully aware of our ambition. Uh, for for the girls' game within the city, we are the only club in Scotland to be part of the Her Game Two movement, which we showcased a couple of weeks back. Um, so we're hoping that other clubs will follow in our footsteps um, and and promote that. That is that is it's fantastic work that they do, um, and hopefully over the coming months and, and years ahead, we'll continue our that um, continue with the Her Game Two movement and and promote the girls' game. Yeah, I was
1: not. Um, I never had, never knew much about the Herve Game Two, uh, movement as well until obviously Dundee got involved. And I did have a wee look at it, and it is it seems to be massive down in England. It's uh, plenty of clubs are involved with it back down there, and you see, um, just even going by the Twitter page and the same people that are involved. I think the people that started up the ambassadors, they call them, um, the the winning uh, awards and it's not like an award-based thing really that they want to do what they get, get the women playing football um but it's good to see recognition for stuff like that and it seems to be um they are held in high regard as well uh, so it seems like a good thing for the club to 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 collaborate with
3: yeah absolutely and it's been great work by our uh, business development manager declan who has uh who Got in touch with her game two movement. They got in touch with ourselves. We spoke for a long period of time, um, and they were very keen to work with us. And then the club put together a video. Um, so again, it is, it's 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 all about networking, um, trying to promote the the girl and women's game up here in Scotland, and uh, reach our ambition of having that fully functioned community academy and first team set up.
1: No, fantastic! Like I've got a. A daughter, just two and a half, and she is kicking a ball about all over the place. So she's not managed to get to the tiny tots yet. Um, which I've yep. seen is fantastic. I mean, there's a lot of great stuff that the trust are doing. Um, which I'll uh, maybe get you to um just like rattle off like all of it if you want. Um, but the tiny tots is a a, a great thing. I think uh, a few of my friends go down doing their with their kids, and uh, and they said that as well. So you just see, like the even like a lot of girls running about kicking a ball, and uh, hopefully I can see my daughter. Been doing that fruit and pulling on a Dundee top, something I wasn't able to do uh, for obvious like, lack <laughs> of skill reasons. But <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, honestly, that's you hit the nail on the head, Daniel. The whole the whole aim of the community trust is to develop that pathway from from birthright to your twilight years, um, and to try and get everybody connected with Dundee Football Club. Dundee Football Club is far more than just the first team. We hmm. are an institution within the city. We do all. Got a fantastic community trust, a fantastic academy, uh, and that will be on both boys and girls academy, first team, male and female teams. Um So we we are a lot more than just the the male first team, um, and that's the the plan that I've got for the football club and in, in terms of the community trust is to harness uh, that enthusiasm from the fans and get everybody involved uh, in the whole club that that we are not just the, not just the first team.
1: Fantastic, mate. Um, but the other big news, obviously, since we've last spoke, uh, and I well, say big news, it seems like it's uh, it would be old news, but it was the move to the Garden <laughs> campus. It's, uh, I mean, could you talk us how, how that move happened and, and also like, the, what the vision is for the club uh, and the trust as well going forward at, this, uh, at the campus, which, by the way, I've been at and is top-notch. It's fantastic.
3: Yeah, so it was, it was a lot of work. So back in uh, April 2021, um, well, before that actually, when I became community manager of the community trust back in 2019, we had a, an agreement with the city council that wasn't working with ourselves. So and I think I explained this the last time I was on, we pretty much got rid of that. We started by ourselves. But through that process, I, w- I was looking at a home for the community trust, training facilities for the community trust. Um but the facilities had to be right for us and had to be right for the people that own it. Um in, in short. So we got I know people at the college. Um I used to be a student there back in the day. Um I seem very old now. Um <laughs> so we we got in touch with them back in April 2021. Uh we got a partnership with them, so all the community trusts have have their camps and classes with within Gardyne. um, which which is a which is fantastic for the students as well to get the opportunity to showcase their skills that they've just learned. And get and get that uh, experience before they go into to get a job for themselves, so they can can have that uh, placement with with the trust. So the partnership was 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 all well and good, and then um, talks just came about uh, between myself and, and the college staff in terms of could we could the club utilise um, and um, We got Gordon Strachan involved. John Elms was involved, and and the three of us and and the college. Um, made the move happen um and we moved in in june this year so it's an absolute milestone for the football club um, and for the community trust it gives us a, a first class facility to, to utilize we're the only club in scotland to have a full size swimming pool um three games halls two tactical rooms um, media briefing rooms community rooms um open plan office i mean the, the place is absolutely huge exclusively just just for the for the club and trust, um, it is a game changer. Um, it's, it helps Dundee Football Club mm. modernise itself. Um, quite simply, Dens Park was not working in terms of the training side of things. Um, so, and it did put players off, and, and that's that's been blunt as it as it can be. It did put players off, but since we moved to Gardine, we've had loan managers from from clubs in the UK coming up to visit. And liking what they're seeing, so you never know what might happen in the future in terms of that. Um, but players are enjoying being at Gardyne. Um, we've now got chefs doing our meals for us. Players sitting down, having their meals in the, in the, in, the, in our own uh, canteen area, um, so they can do double training sessions in the afternoon, which improves their fitness and recovery in the pool and and so on. So it's an absolute game changer for the football club, and it, it is a I to... Attempt fate, but you're starting to see the fruition of it. Um with results touch wood.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um always touch wood. <laughs> well, but it does it it's um Dundee I've never had like a training centre home, really, as it has always been like I like, think uh Caird Park and uh, also you got the regional performance centre and um, i think for a while back in the early 2000s it was the Michelin, they were down there and mm-hmm. they've just never seemed to have a place of their own and even though it does seem fe- it does feel weird that we've actually got a place that's like when you can call like your your own um but it's, it's great because it does seem and it gives the it gives the the feeling that the club's moving forward behind the scenes um even though it start of the season when we moved there we, results were kind of stuttery and all that but off the field it was kind of like you say it was a little bit stuttery but on uh, I say a little bit stuttery I'm stuttering like mad here um, but <laughs> behind the scenes it, it seemed to be kind of coming together that way um, and, like, and like you say um, attracting players as well to the club they'd come down and see that it's got to be um, one that's better than like maybe going around the facilities at Dens Park because like you say they uh, definitely weren't up the standards
3: Yep. No, no, I I totally agree. I mean it's it's important for the club to put in the physical infrastructure and that's mm-hmm. more than a grass pitch. That is your tactical rooms, that's your your canteen facilities where the chef can make the healthy meals so the whole team, including development squad, have have their the right nutrition. Um it's also important to put the human infrastructure in place and that's what we've now got. We've now got the, the officers to have uh, so we can bring in the best of staff to help progress this club forward. We have got fantastic staff at Denz; um, they've now got the facilities to to, to 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 enhance the club now. So it's it's an absolute game changer for this football club. Um, there's going to be big PR, about well, guard again in 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 early January, showcasing the partnership with the college, um, and with the trust putting a in a huge investment with within the guard facility. Um, it will not only help the first team it will help the women's team, the community trust the academy etc so um, it is, it's, it's huge for, for Dundee Football Club um, and it puts us into the elite clubs within Scotland if you think of Scottish clubs that have a training facility you could probably count it on one hand um, and it puts, us, it puts us up there that we're all based there on site we're not just mm-hmm. going to dens and driving to Michelin or Riverside or wherever um, everybody, all staff is at Gardaigne and it, and it keeps the togetherness within the club So
1: the, the trust it seems like they're going from strength to strength and uh, I think I'm right in saying that uh, the tr- community trust is a way to spend I think in the region of 900,000 on upgrades to the campus um, like your, your astro pitches and, and and whatnot.
3: Yeah, absolutely so again, kind of going back in time a wee bit and I kind of briefly mentioned it in, in a couple of minutes ago. The the community trust has always had to rent an Astroturf pitch during the winter months. Um, now, of course, spending with within the, within the city council etc. It was costing the community trust an absolute fortune to put on free classes or even paid classes. Um, so what we've decided to do is to build ourselves a home. Now this is a part of the wider plan that uh, myself, John, the club, all have um but we want an east hub now the east hub just now is currently Gardine, um and with that we will be building we we'll will we will be building a, a fully floodlit 3g astro pitch which will give our community uh, programs a home a base as well as our girls academy and ladies team and it can be rented out by the academy the club etc um, but the college will get to use it during the day as well for, for their own students to enhance their learning so it's going to be a real community asset it, it's a huge project we've got very tight timescales um, we are in a position to announce the contractor in January um, who will be carrying out the works for us they've got huge experience delivering these type of astros so again a lot of work has been done in this behind the scenes and um, and now it's just a job for myself and the business development manager, Declan, to to find the £900,000. Now, a lot of that <laughs> will, will presumably be in, in grants, um, but there'll also be donors as well putting putting funds forward because we've got a very exciting uh, case um, uh, and an exciting project that people want to be part of. It's This whole partnership with the Dundee College is, is very unique um, and uh, there are people there that want to be part of it. So... Um, again, it's enhancing the club, it's enhancing the community trust, it's enhancing our community presence, but I ideally hope that will encourage more children uh, to support the club, and then that cycle then can continue from that. So, um, again, it's moving away from just the first team results and, and helping build this case of, of everything that the club and trust does, and uh, who would have thought it three years ago that the, the community trust would be in a position to to build basically a one million pound project. Um I would have laughed at you three years ago, but that, that shows you the level the community trust is now at that we do have the ability now to to build these types of projects.
1: Yeah, like I said, um we've spoken a couple of times since you've took over and us went strength to strength and from just being probably based at Dens to now, as I we're on a home in the campus and like you just said, they're going to be um shy of a million pounds spending on astros and uh it is amazing uh something and even going further back as a club I may mean, even look five six seven i can keep saying numbers eight nine ten years ago <laughs> you, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't have expected this from the club so it is honestly it, 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 some people probably don't uh realize this like how far on this has came um Since day one, it's um, to me, it's it's fantastic. I love hearing about the the upgrades and what's happening because it always seems to be something you've always got your you're always doing
3: something. I know, I know. Tell me about it. My big black bags underneath my eyes (laughs) show show that, mate. Honestly,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I would have blamed that on just having a heavy Christmas, but (laughs) (laughs) but the the trust again, um. They offer plenty of other free sessions. Um, I mean, do you want to kind of just go over some of them, uh, like your walking football and, and and the under twelves and stuff like that? There's, there's plenty that the trust offer. It's um, yep. not yeah, it's not just a case of there's a, a training facility. There's there's more to that.
3: Absolutely. So the community trust has a number of pillars. So it's education and well being, uh, football, and also criminal justice as well. So. Within that, there are free sessions and paid sessions. Now, all the free sessions are backed by either donors or businesses, um, and then it means that these sessions can be free for the community. Um, so some of them are in partnership with NHS. We've got a huge contract with NHS. Who we do come down with D. Um, that's that's all about healthy eating uh, and nutrition and exercise. We've got uh, Fit for Fans in Training um, coming out in January. So if you if you do want to get fitter in January. Um, you can come along to our dining and, and get support by our by our staff, and get put on fitness programs. We also do educational programs, so we go into schools. Uh, I think it's every Monday and Tuesday. Um, players get selected, so the manager's really big on on community community presence. Um, so two players get picked, and they go to schools and they read books to children, promoting reading, um, but also promoting the club and trust. Um, which which is which is great. Um, we've got our 1883 education program, which was uh, endorsed uh, last Christmas by the Scottish Parliament, uh, and congratulated uh, with with the work that we do with with that project. Um, but this year, especially because of the tough times that everybody's facing, um, with the, with the cost of living crisis, the energy crisis. Um, we thought we have we have to do something here. We're all based at gardine and yet we have a an empty space at Dens Monday to Friday. There's only a handful of staff that are still working out at Dens, maintenance and grounds team staff. The actual main stand in the lounges aren't getting used Monday to Friday, and yet there's people struggling to put their heating on inside their house. And I seen a clip on social media which which I shared, and. You couldn't not you could not be moved by that. It was really upsetting hearing that that people are generally struggling to put their heating on, and frightened in case they died in the house due to, due to the cold. So we as a trust decided that we have to do something. So we're offering a winter support program in partnership with the SBFL Trust and Age UK. So we're opening up dens, um, once or twice a week at the very start, and if there is demand, we'll open it up more. Uh, and we will be given. Hot meals, put the TV on, we'll have the heating on. Um, and this is all backed by the club. Um, John and Tim are really supportive of this. And we will be here every single step of the way to help people within our community. Whether you support Dundee or if you don't, we'll still be here. Further to that, d for life have come forward, and I, th- I thank d for life they're providing hot water bottles as well. So every individual will have blankets and hot water bottles, um so collectively and together as one we are helping the most uh, the, the most vulnerable within our community um with that we'll be doing tours uh, next year within dens um showcasing the history of the club absolutely but also gives people the chance just to come inside into the warmth and spend an afternoon uh, learning about football or belathering with our staff or with uh, other other individuals that, that that will come to our winter support so this is a, another huge project at the Community Trust that we've taken on. Um, but we are always here for everybody, whether, whether you're young and going into further education or, or struggling to get into education, we'll help you out there. Um, whether you want to get fitter, we've got walking football, etc. if you're in your twilight years. Um, but with this winter support, it, it, do, it does show that we can help uh, anybody um, that needs the help. Absolutely tremendous greg honestly you take your
1: hat off to yourself in the in the club like you say john and tim as well for for doing this because i mean it, uh, it, it's just it's madness right now the cost of living for some people and heating your your home i mean i know myself it's uh probably trebled maybe a little bit more like the, the cost of gas and electricity and that's uh it is really, really, like, mental out there. <laughs> um, people are struggling. So it's. I think that's probably the best way to describe that, eh? and it's not even, like, a it tongue-in-cheek, oh, it's mental. It, it really is. It's, um, And it it's, uh, It seems like a bit of a sad joke that we're kind of hit, like, maybe the, the coldest winter we've had in, in 10 years as well, when this is all happening. Um, mm-hmm. December's passed and January's passed, but I mean, we had a, a couple of fleeting days of snow and then that was it. And it's been a mild yeah. winter. And then this year, when everything happened, people are struggling. Like, say, I, I, I seen that clip. Um, I, it's uh, heart wrenching, isn't it? It's, um, and you're going to have plenty of people in Dundee like that. Um, because mm-hmm. like Dundee isn't uh, isn't a really rich city, so there will be people probably worse off than that. So, um, you say uh, if you have uh, listened to this and know somebody that uh, is struggling, then there we go. Like get themselves down to Dennis Park, the doors will be open. Just like you say, even just to get in, warm yourself up, hot water, cup of tea, coffee, something. Um, You know, and it would be good as well for, on another side, somebody's mental health because they're getting out the house. They're, they're not in the coldness of the Absolutely. house. So there, there's plenty of factors that, that go into even just opening the doors. It's just helping out different people. And, that we, and, and we had that ways. over...
3: Absolutely, Danny. We had that over the Christmas period. We had our festive friends. We had our Christmas meal at Dens. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a primary school dance part uh, Dens Road Primary School uh, coming to do Christmas carols for everybody uh, at the festive friends. We had a Christmas meal, fun games, and and gifts to give out to to the to the individuals invited along for that. So again, it shows you we are we are very much a community club. We mm-hmm. have one of the largest full memory programs as well. Um, where we have guests such as Ian and uh, Gordon Strachan, they all they've all attended speaking about um, their playing days, uh, and all and all the stories associated to that, um, which which were fantastic to hear. But it does show you that Dundee Football Club has changed. We are we are firmly a community club now, um, and uh, we're starting to to get the recognition now that we, we that we fully deserve.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and rightfully so. Rightfully so, mate. Uh, but going forward for the Trust, what are the goals are you looking to hit for the, also for, uh, the Community Trust? And uh, have you got any maybe new ventures that you maybe want to try out or look at um, uh, achieving?
3: So there won't be too much more in terms of new programmes. I think we've announced everything in terms of programmes uh, related for this coming year, uh, 2023 um we've just announced the the astro so there'll be a lot of updates and statements in regards to the the construction of the astro from contractors donors etc um we have been on incredible growth the last three years it is not sustainable to continue that growth um so what we're going to do is kind of steady ourselves um make sure the foundations are securely in place now Uh, we've got but when i first started i was the only full-time member of staff (laughs) Um, at the community trust we've now got four or five full-time staff now maybe even six um, and a a number of part-time staff so that shows you the growth that we've been on every single member of the community trust is on a living wage as well we're a living wage employer so and all our staff uh, get free access to to, to gyms etc and we need to look after our staff because it's our staff that put themselves on the line um day in day out and, and deliver programs such as the winter support etc so it's we have to make sure that the foundations are in, are in place um and then once the astro is built we can then continue the growth again so <laughs> this year there won't be too much in terms of programs it'll just be construction of the astro um and carry on for of women's football etc so um might get a wee breather.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying to say, surely nobody will, will uh, begrudge you from maybe just doing with what you're doing now no adding anything else to it, because there's a lot of stuff that you've been doing, and uh, yeah, I yep. think yeah, we, we can let you off. <laughs> <laughs> but, obviously the trust isn't just the, your only role, uh, you're now the general manager of Dundee Football Club. Um Yep. Obviously, uh I spoke to you before that, but also congratulations on that. That's uh, fantastic, mate. Um, Thank you. But for maybe people that don't know, I mean, what does the that job compri- uh, comprise of?
3: So yeah, just like a wee, wee bit of background uh, to to it. It wasn't just an overnight um, decision by the club. It's been a couple of years in the planning. Um, me and John spoke about it many moons ago, um, and then. Myself and Gordon spoke about it and then we decided probably in March, April time that was probably the time to, 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 to come on board as, as general manager um, with, with the restructuring, etc. So it's an absolute privilege to, to be general manager of a club that you supported all your life. It's, it's an absolute dream job. It's a job that I give my damnedest to every single day. Um, what does the job comprise of? Well, it's basically a day-to-day running of the football club. Um, everything from budget, supporting the heads of each department, um making sure that the director's vision is is on is on track, um, helping our recruitment department with, with the needs that they need. Um but my whole vision is to try and modernise the football club. Um and again guarding is part of that plan that we've got with the, with within the senior management of the club. Um so yeah a, a dream job exciting um and I'm very lucky to be
1: part of it. I know. the envy of a lot of people until you mentioned everything that you had to do. it. it's like, oh, no, no.
3: <laughs> yeah, but like it's full on.
1: <laughs> I would like the job title, just know what went weird. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, with that, um, but obviously the past few years we've been uh, looking at new plans for a proposed new stadium. Um, we've had a few public events uh, surrounding it. Um, is there anything you able to tell us, like where we at the stage uh, at the at the stadium, um, planning wise? And I think um, was it a pre-approved application, or I, I can't remember the, the actual term for it. But um, yeah, is there yeah. any, any light you can shed on this?
3: Well, I'm not a employee of Dark Blue Property Holdings, so um, <laughs> I, I can only speak on behalf of Dundee Football Club. And what what I can say is that the meetings that I've been part of. Um, it's something very special that we're, that we're building, and Darkley Trophy mm-hmm. Holdings are building. Um, I remember when I first got shown the, the designs inside and out um, by John and Tim and and uh, CA Icon, our partners involved. Um, I got a tear in my eye because it is quite incredible to see us moving into this fantastic facility. Um, I think John has said everything that needs to be said on that. Um, I'm very much <laughs> dodging the bullet on this one, uh, but ah, no, yeah, it's, well. it's all going. <laughs> it's all going well, um, and uh, I th- we've had our third consultation um, in, in September past, um, and uh, we're moving along nicely with it. So yeah, it's an exciting times, very exciting for the football club.
1: So obviously if, uh, a Chief Executive of the, the Trust, you'll have your own goals and aims for, for for the Community Trust, but as a General Manager of Dundee, is there anything that you are looking forward to or would like to achieve w- within this role?
3: Yeah, so my overall aim is just to modernise the football club. Um, that's from fan engagement. Um, so myself and John have met D for Life numerous times since the summer. Um, I'm We've we've continued that dialogue with them. Um, recently we, we wrote a letter back to them, um, outlining out, outlining outlining the concerns that they had. So that's been dealt with. Um, we've I've also introduced mascot Snappy D, um, mm-hmm. and with that the plan is to increase the number of mascots as well for the games, and um, flag bearers behind the goals, so when, uh, when we score a goal, the 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 ball boys and girls, um, wave their flags, um. It's just improving the overall image of the football club um, and trying to modernise it. That that can, that, can help. that can be helped with by Gardine. Uh, and trying to make us the best club we possibly can be within the financial budgets that we've got. Um, because I know how good we can be. Um, mm-hmm. Some people say I might be a bit too ambitious. Um, but I don't think there's anything wrong in that. Um, this year alone, I've, I've met a number of... I've been, been away to a number of different clubs to see how they do things and next year. I'm I'm with to America to see clubs across there, including uh, the City Football Group, they've invited me. Um so it's all about taking ideas, um, see what other clubs are doing, see if you can put it within our own model um and, and trying to improve the club uh, on and off the field. Now, as I said way back at the start, Dundee Football Club is a lot more than just the first team results we will be having, women's team. we've got a great community trust, we've got an academy with with a performance school now, and we're starting to see that come to fruition with the amount of investment within our academy, so the club is doing, it's fantastic behind the scenes, Um, it couldn't be stronger, and we've now got a recruitment department that we've never had before, Um, (laughs) so again, we're we're going in the right direction on everything, Um, it's just now a case of maintaining that, and and striving to be the best that we can be.
1: Can I tell you one thing you've done wrong, though? Is that
3: okay? <laughs> On you go,
1: mate. <laughs> you never give Walker a final farewell.
3: I know, I don't, I don't.
1: You've, you've got to bring him back just one time, just centre-circle and a wee wave, and if we've got a nice sunny day in May, we'll if, if we do something special this year in the league, we get about <laughs> one last time, one last one, so I reckon. Right, okay, That's okay. <laughs>
3: if, if that happens, then we can have a conversation about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> i hope you know what i need to go under the suit
3: <laughs> well that was part of the part of the contract
1: <laughs> i'll no lie i'll be intoxicated because if it is what it's going to be i'll be in the pub well beforehand <laughs> no but greg thank you very much for coming on mate. i really appreciate that a lot of things you speak about and like you say down the road when um there's more stuff happening with the trust and also with the uh, the project project that you're looking to start um or get you back on again and we can just see how that's going on and how the 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 projecting uh uh for the women's team and girls team as well is happening. Um have you on any time, mate. I love speaking about the community trust stuff. Um so yeah, thank you very much for taking time out to come and speak to us on the podcast.
3: No, thank you. And uh I listen to your podcasts every week, so it's an absolute delight to be on, mate. Thank you.
1: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, I'll let you go and we'll bring Akami and Paul back in to waffle on about the up-and-coming Abrof game. So next up is Abroath at Dens on the 2nd of January. Um, it's a game when you look at the league, coming, you might find top versus second bottom. like mm-hmm. It could just be running them all down the victory, but to me, I think a are in a kind of false position with the players that they've got I think they've had a bad season but I think they've got players there that can certainly um, cause an upset just because of the positions Mm -hmm. I know that they've got a lot of injury problems I think they're missing boys like Scott Allen at the weekend I don't know what the extent is but I still feel like they they can get something I think it's five draws in six games so I mean it could be the potential there of them nicking a draw. Um, but what what about yourself? Are you, are you kind of the same mindset? So you know what they're capable of,
2: yeah, especially after what they've done last year. <laughs> um, and people look at our growth and they go, Right, they're part time, you know, if they stay up, they're punching above their weight. <laughs> um, but that's that's not really the way I look, look at our growth now. You look at our growth and you go, They were what one game, two games away from playing in SPL. Yeah. You have...
1: Well, 1.45 minutes of yeah. yeah, Yeah, exactly. You have yeah. the
2: majority of the team still there. Uh, fair enough, a few boys have moved on and they've lost boys in, you know, strong positions for them when they had, like, Nuble and, uh, and the boy Hamilton, uh, both, the who I thought were, yeah. were really influential for them. Mm. And I think what they've done from the end of last season to this year is they've tried to probably... Again, kick on, and because and, uh, I think they've got players that actually train full time mm-hmm. and that are in kind of our growth all the time, mm-hmm. they're all the time, so they're trying to go up again that level. And, and again, that can be difficult to adjust to, but they're a, they're a strong team, I think, who can never be taken lightly because they've got really, you know, top talents in their team. They've obviously still got Bobby, Tam mm-hmm. O'Brien, who have been linked to SPL clubs. Mm-hmm. I think. McKenna, who's who's a real good player. Honestly, I think they've got really good players in their Mm -hmm. team. Um, Especially when you go, I know the game's at Denz, but when you certainly go down to Gayfield, you know, regardless of the weather, they're a strong team Mm -hmm. and they're very good at what they do. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's not saying that the way the play is wrong because you you play to win football games. uh, Sorry, you play to win, of course. And uh, yeah, they've not done that as many times as they'd like, but they're still definitely a, a force that, you know he can't take it lightly, especially with our manager as well. He knows the foot, he knows yeah. the game inside out, mm-hmm. as much as old school way it may be. Or it's all about man management with him. He gets the best out of every player he has, and and that's what he's always done. So, it's a, look, it's a massive game. I'm seeing it as a massive game. So should everyone else. So that'll be the way it will be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was at that game that Gayfield, the one all <laughs>
0: behind the goal. Still can't kind of believe that Obviously, kick managed to go in. Anyway. Yeah, like, just, yeah. But it was,
2: I've just again, one of these moments that you know can change games. Yeah, we started so well early, early goal, had another, I think, 1v1, yeah, and they went and scored. So it's the way it is. just we need to make sure we're, we're certainly on it come Saturday yeah. or it? Monday, sorry. Yeah,
1: always yeah. Well, we thought yeah. of Gayfield, no matter what it's like, sunny, mm. rain, it's always windy, isn't it?
0: Yeah, <laughs> that was the first time I was there. The sun was splitting the pavement, beautiful day, and then you just seen the ball getting say, then kicking the ball, it just went it's
2: just,
1: yeah. I was there for, it was a preseason season game, so I think it was when, uh, what year, Randy Walters. McCanns, yeah. Yes. Um, <sighs> and it was scratching and done went to the game, Gayfield, and it was still uh, sunny and hot, but it still came away with cold. <laughs> <laughs> right on that side to the, the CA. Yes,
2: so. it's a tough place <laughs> to play at times, so. I mean, even this, is, is you want to win every game, but Sometimes going there and you get a point. Mm-hmm. I think that in the scale of things that day, the weather and everything, I'm mm-hmm. probably not a bad point. Mm-hmm. As much as you don't want to ad- admit you know, you obviously want to win every game. But you'd rather come away with something than nothing, especially
1: yeah. a gave you I mean that game, the boys, the lads yeah. at hospitality, me and Paul. <laughs> I want, to, I want to see if you score a goal. Or it's just I want to be finger-pointed up to the up director's box. Yeah, yeah. Just point Trust the finger. The boys. Yeah. Aye, you'll we'll probably not even realise anyway because we'll be at the bottom of a, a few empty bottles of beer. Copious. A copious amount. Copious
0: amounts of beverages.
1: Cannot wait. Can't wait? Yeah. That's
0: a joke for it. I've got two ties to decide on. I'm like, what tie am I going to wear? Most than these so smart ones. The one that you can tie. Well, I'll be none of them <laughs> then.
1: Surely, <laughs> <Which> says. <laughs> <Sick>. <laughs> no, but looking forward to the game, regardless if we're in hospitality or not. Um, I think it's a a great game for the club to come up against, especially in the of form we've got. Mm-hmm. Um, I think George Cran from the Tully. So what, is it we equaled the amount of games won since 1974, and mm-hmm. if we win or oh, again no pressure, Carmy. But if we win again, I think it puts us in between. The Martin Games won. I think it's sixty-one, sixty-two team. All right. So I think okay. They, done they 10, don't win ten. Yeah, they, done they done
2: won ten. 10. Yeah. Yep. So So. Um, Any yeah, pressure, can I mean, we? Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, like you've got your records and that, eh? But just want to win the game. Yeah. And, said, and that, hopefully, you know, they, 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 records or whatever, they're just part and parcel as you go. So mm-hmm. I don't think the boys. Definitely, well, I know they don't. Yeah. Look into their things. They're obviously nice to have. Yeah, and if we get that, then we get that. But it's good
1: to find out after. Yeah, it's good, it's good. It's good. It's
2: good to know these things. Obviously, you're sitting in the change room. Mm-hmm. By the way, both equal or beat that. That would yeah. be great. But just have to deal with what's in front of us first, and then
1: yeah, go and get yeah. it. It's like the the Cali, Cali. him yeah, first league went up there. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Man. That's I mean, bonkers, uh, that. Two the floor, <laughs> playing i played a few games up there as well, <laughs> oh, so that's <laughs> no, no great for me. but well, yep. we're doing, the have of them. All the games that we have been ahead. <clears throat> up there, we're 2-0 no up there. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, and they've went away and scored. And even there was one that i just done, D.B. D- D- Clarkson scored the goal. And right from kick-off, mm-hmm. I think when when was a 1-0. 1-0, Graham Shinney
2: um, scored. We played in the Hangar Records Yes, one. The, the, the Argentina. Argentina so, yeah, yeah, I don't remember that,
1: yeah. But there's a few games up there that just seems to be like... Yeah, you're looking at the match report by James Christie as well, and it just seems to be um, like Dundee might gift it to them or something, or like Cali, just <laughs> being Cali, they've got a hoodoo over us. Well, no, no, but um, they just seem to always get an equaliser.
2: I couldn't believe it was that when it was said in the and I was like,
1: yeah, and the, you know, the Falkirk Stadium. I think that was the first victory. Oh, was it actually? first yeah. victory there? Yeah, yeah. Also with one in the abundance and mm. the drop brother. Yeah, it was the first victory mm. there as well. Uh, last time, what was it? Well, that was Barry's what third
2: game. I remember being yeah. at that. Mm. That was the defiance. He's three all. That was an amazing game. Yeah, The lost the goal. What have you? he score? Did he? Yep. Yeah. I, I think remember. he
1: scored two. I think I would like to say two.
3: Yeah.
1: I don't oh. want to put my quote on that, but um. Think, go for it uh, I'll, I'll just say two yeah say did two the go other for it. but yeah that was a good game <laughs> I think I missed Lee Griffiths. Sco- no Lee Griffith scored two that was a, um and uh, what have you he scored the the oh, third goal and yeah. um, I missed Griffith's first goal went in then I think Falkirk scored and then Griffith scored again and then it was just a fantastic game yeah and, it was good. and then you had the, everybody in fancy dress going over the advertising board as well when they decided to Going to
0: the park. <laughs> that was one thing at the the air game. Like, it's the first school You just see a boy dressed as Santa. He just yeah. like he jumps over the board and then just runs back like
1: through the <laughs> gate. that's <laughs> the, the older boy. I don't know if you've seen that. It was the older boy are, like a bald head? Um, yeah, he yeah, he was up. in the
2: celebration. Yeah, like in the middle, wasn't he? <laughs> the
1: first time I watched the the highlights, it was like in a, an eternity get over that <laughs> <the> advertisement board, <laughs> and then he stumbled <laughs> when he got on, but then eventually got into the mix that we all used. Yeah, you was
0: in, wasn't he? No, I, I was like, I, love it. I absolutely love it
1: it's always the elder ones mm-hmm. everybody goes on about the youngies it's always the elder ones that are the worst
0: Can't mm-hmm. be the way.
1: it's the 80s isn't it it is not it its you got the all the time in the 80s mm-hmm. <laughs> I
0: mean me personally I'm, I'm, I am I'm obviously because we've got Cam here I might have to tone it down a wee bit but I'm quietly confident mm-hmm. about the second Well, quietly that's all I'm going to say can
1: I take that confidence away from you why I've been at hospitality I think this will be my ninth time in oh, no. Dundee and you have never won when I've been at hospitality <laughs>
2: Well, we need to change that then
0: right? do.
1: there we go we're doing we've only we've lost eight and drew one you know why because I've not been there I'll be lucky right thank you So that's what we're going with that's right. it we we'll we'll go with that, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think only thing we've never lost is um, Queen of the Self in the Cup it was 1-0 oh and then we went down there we went down, down there you know. and, yeah that was the only time that we've never lost every other time good <laughs> Every game's
0: been a defeat, bar that one. Yes,
1: yeah. I, come on, I'm. I'm going to you know. I'm sponsored. Uh, well, my mate he sponsored uh, the Ross County game last season. Um, won up lot. Think it was Rudden scored the goal. Oh, scored well the, be, yeah. yeah. And then I thought, this is going to be because I was sitting beside Alan Patillo and all that. And I thought, this is it, exercising the demons. And then never happened. I thought I was going to flung out of the stadium at one point. A, lot, a few people you know from the score, I was like, this is going a hospitality And we've won, by the way, and we're winning 1 0. No. And then I went 2 1, and I just looked around and seen the, the eyes looking at me. I'm like, tough job, this main stand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they certainly are. I don't know how the manager feels sometimes because he's dug in behind the main stand. Oh, do you know I me? Mean? I know. <laughs> well, hopefully, we can change that.
2: Yeah. For yeah. You know, in a Second. Well, yeah. looking forward to it. Like, yeah. it'll be, be a good day yeah. anyway. They're big. You know what I mean? Two local teams. It'll be a yeah. big game. So we we'll need to go and Hopefully, do the business. And I they suppose. bring a decent crowd as well. Yeah, will that
1: will be. A good. Boost, yeah, yeah, like, like the yeah. last time that the uh, yeah. Crew game, yeah. So. Oh, there
0: was seven hundred us. Something. Yeah. Something like
1: that. Yeah. Nah, looking forward to it. Very yeah, much looking forward. Like I say, under no illusions, it, it's uh, it's got it's it could be it's gonna be a tough game as well. And it's got its some stumbling points as well potentially, but um I think we're Yeah, yep. Cami's got his media tone on, so I've got yeah, a, every, every game as yes. comes.
2: <laughs> every game as it comes, you're right. That's it.
1: Definitely. <laughs> but um yeah, Carmi, thanks again for coming on the podcast. No problem, today. thanks for having me on. Yes. It's been a pleasure, I enjoyed it and like say we've got a player interview coming up and again I mean I'll shred and act like it's going to be a big unveiling but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not going to You're be are just going to have to wait and see yeah who's it going to be, <laughs> <It's> going <laughs> to be. sure we'll find out <laughs> well yeah we'll come back next week after the I'll say the Adolf game and to who have we got after that actually I mind. I can't mind either
0: I'm like Cami I only look at the, the one next game, game. At a time. one game at a time exactly Like Tom Firmland
1: isn't it <sighs> Something like that. We'll go be that. Yeah. Well, it's we'll yeah, yeah. in the team, yes. yeah. <laughs> uh, in the challenge cup. Challenge yeah. cup there. And uh, like so, f- yes. so, we'll, well give a wee preview of that, look over the the our growth game. Um, but yeah, we'll be back and so hopefully everybody had a, a nice Christmas and a happy new year.